the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin, Ed and Richard Marsland. That's right, it's just the three of us this morning. Ah. I was hoping it was going to be Owen Wilson. <laughs> but our show's not impressive enough. <laughs> what? It's, it must get better. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll be asking you all the Owen que- questions anyway. I Deal. Thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I can field them. <laughs> field away. We'll also be finally catching up on all of your abusive emails. Yeah. Uh, we'll be finding out how the internet works. Oh, that's good. We'll be explaining it properly for once, and we'll be finding out who's related to who. Mm. You ready for this, Mr. Mars? Absolutely ready to go. Looking forward <laughs> to it. This is going to be big. It's all coming up courtesy of the team at Get This. They uh, brought them over as qualified boners. They wouldn't know how to bone a chook. They're useless. Well, that's new order. Yeah. Good. Bizarre love triangle. Good stuff. We actually sound impressed by the music for once. <laughs> I'm always impressed by the music. <laughs> Welcome to Get This Around the Nation on Triple M with myself, Tony Martin, yeah. that mad Ed Cavalier Wait. over there. Give yourself a round, Richard Marsley. Yes. Uh, it was very odd to give yourself a round of applause, even a fake round of applause. I noticed you turned it up a bit when you said that, though. So <laughs> yeah. It's not too weird. Because <laughs> Owen Wilson is who we really wanted. Well, we would have had a good interview with him. We would have had good questions. Heaps of good questions. All about Rushmore. Yeah, we would have talked about all the Wes Anderson movies, yeah. which no one asks him about. Dignan? <laughs> Dignan and Bottle Rocket? That's great. Yeah, good movie. What's that little line he has when he rocks up on the little chopper bike? Oh, well, I know that one of his brothers says he looks like a little banana, <laughs> which is a great line. <laughs> See, we would have opened with that. There you go. <laughs> What's that line where he says, I'm an emotional guy? Or something like that. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I think that's when they're on the uh, on the bus. Well, I went to see. Uh, <laughs> my friend called me up and said, "Hey, man, I got tickets to the uh, like the the big premiere of uh, You, Me, and Dupree. Oh, want to yeah. come? It's at seven thirty. No worries. We get there at seven thirty. Yeah, film started at six thirty. Did you go in anyway? No, I went to Subway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's shown there? <laughs> Nothing. Bit of ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we going to do? Here's what we're going to do. It's one of those shows where while there's no guest. No. We can clear the backlog of... Uh, oh, I've got stacks of emails. Emails. Have we got an emails theme? What have you got for us, Mr. Marsden? <laughs> what? Is this the one? <laughs> yeah, but the good bit starts 33 seconds in. Oh. It's quite mournful, the old email. <laughs> I just received it, I should say. Should I fast forward on the air? That would be a good yeah, do it. Do it on air. <laughs> That's great. No, it gets really xylophony at 33 seconds. It's on a fader lock, so I can't fast forward it. In the meantime, well, let's just all reflect on our lives. Welcome to the pastoral <laughs> climb. Of Triple M. What's going on? Uh, yeah, it gets good now. Okay. That's it? There we no, go. It, it kicks in. <laughs> Alright. Sorry. Is this going to win? Here we go. Listen to this. Crank it up a bit, Richard. Yeah. Those three wise men. Hey, got <laughs> Alright, I'm going to... Send me by the sea. What's in the email today? Yeah, I want to say hello to Trev Wood from Melbourne. Yes, I am wearing pants. Hello, Matt from Elam. He was just going to ask me how my carpet burn was going. Hello, Ted from Berwick with his projectile vomit. Hello, Amelia from Brighton. It's not infectious. It just looks bad. Hello, Mindy from Melbourne. would like to cover my body in rich chocolate and cream. Hello, Nick from Mooney Ponds. He's upset about disemboweled and angry turtles. Hello, Tanya from Melbourne, who'd like me to stop distracting myself at work. Hello, Jordan from East Melbourne, who would like an audiogram of his victory dance after 
after he beats me at table tennis. Well, Jordan, <laughs> how do you think a victory dance would sound exactly? Hello, Kylie from Spratling. She would like to know what Crystal's body would look like in a dissection. Bit sick. Hello, Danny from Camberwell. She'd like to go shopping in a $2 shop near me. Hello, Jason from Melbourne. He left it blank. Hello, Ross from Melbourne, who's upset at my Piss Week webpage. Hello, Bert from Epping. He would like the show to have Mick Malloy or strippers. And hello, Fanning from Melbourne, who'd like to hook up. She promises to show me her sizzle if I show her mine. Wow. All right. Oh, sorry. That's and hello, Noz from Melbourne, who'd like more Snatto Garrow. Snatto Garrow. Of course, Snatto Chilaro, our favourite misspelling of his name. Mick Thank Malloy. A lot of people call in and say, when's Mick going to be on the show? Yeah. That's going to be our 100th. Oh, that's going to be good. He wanted a bit of occasion. Yeah. Enough. No, I'm not coming in on show 47. <laughs> Where are we up to? What number is this? I think this is our 70s. Mid-70s, aren't we? 79th show. So there you go. Do the maths, and that's when Mick is coming in. <laughs> what do you got, Tone? Oh, look, there's, there's so much here. Uh, people seem to think that uh, because we're brought to you by the all-new award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito, that therefore I must be driving around in a free van. <laughs> I um, The sponsors came in on Friday, and I asked Flat, may I have a van? <laughs> he said no. And, no, they didn't even say no. They just ignored you yeah. and just moved on with the safety features conversation. And That's what the, I like. And then the guy from Mercedes went, look, you can knee it and nothing happens. And then knead it as hard as he could. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He kneed the veto yeah, in the look, goalies. You can knee it. <laughs> oh, it's plums. <laughs> I'm not sure if the Vito has plums. I'll <laughs> check the specifications. Uh, I'm not driving around in a free Vito. Nah. In fact, I've accepted nothing free so far, have I, Nicky? No, even in... Uh, no, you haven't. Normally you get CDs when yeah. you do a radio program. No one sends us any free CDs. No, we've actually... Yeah, the only thing that we've been sent was some slimming coffee. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Could it be because we got something? Bag the music? Is that maybe why... So I'm determined to get through this job without accepting any free stuff. Can it be done? Has it ever been done? Pretty easily, man. So far, so good. Mm. My car got ridden off, and I think, did I make some foolish bet on the show that I would buy another car for whatever it was insured? Because my 1990 laser was insured for (laughs) $29.95. That's a $70 value for $29.95. I've been able to... Well, I've got skates. Do you? I'm not going to get on them. <laughs> no, my wife went and brought me some sort of car. Yeah, I know. I know nothing about cars. I know. I didn't even know what colour it was till I went out the front. <laughs> and she spent ages going, she's got a brother-in-law in Tasmania who's so, I think daggy's the word. There you go. He gets the Melbourne age oh. only on a Thursday sent over because it has the best car section. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured I'd just leave it up to him. That's cute. So I've gone out and they've spent so long choosing me. I didn't even know what sort of car it is. I don't know. I think it's a... Which one is it? Is, is that... It's a grey one. It's the one the guy's Jeez. putting the ticket on the front <laughs> of, I think. <laughs> but I've just got in and I've said, uh, you know, what's the stereo like? That's all I want to know. <laughs> a, a car is a stereo on wheels. Yeah, well, you could have had an iPod on your skates. <laughs> People get obsessed by what their car looks like. I'm going, but you're inside it. Why don't you get those lights? What I always want in a car is those, uh, you know, Richard, the, the yeah. hover lights underneath. Oh, yeah, the weird, and they look blue from a distance. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Yeah, about. but they're a bit of a freak out because you think it's the police. <laughs> I think that's the idea. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they're strange. <laughs> don't you... Too much light. Ed lives in a black thunder, I should point out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to the emails. <laughs> yeah, what have what we, we got? People always, uh, I've had a lot of people, Brian and Nev, yeah. both want to hear more from the Prime Minister. They can't get oh, enough. Is that right? 
of John Howard. And we've actually contacted the Prime Minister's office to see if John Howard will accept Ed's challenge to eat 20 hot dogs in under a minute. We will consider it. I want to know what the conditions are. I want to know what the objective is. Well, John, the objective is to see whether you can do it. Uh, (laughs) Then we're going to get a nude Kim Beasley, coat him in egg yolks, and roll him on this pile of breadcrumbs. I surely won't roll him on this. I can't believe they would. We would, Mr Howard. Uh, Mr Howard, I hope you're enjoying uh, Richard Marsland's complimentary genital sponge bath. (laughs) I think he's been incredibly generous, and I thank him very warmly. Yes, I'm very giving that way. Uh, <laughs> hey, Kerry Stokes, what's your opinion of the Prime Minister's uh, genitals? Oh, ah, yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Marsland's crashed it. Yeah. It's break one and he's crashed it. Now, you have to sing it, Marsland. That's no, the thing. You have to do it. What do you think of the Prime Minister's genitals, for They're God's part sake? Of our history. They're part of who we are, <laughs> and the only appropriate place they belong is in a national museum. Worth the wait. Next to Farlap. <laughs> All right, more of what you've sent us next. I'll get this. Oh, my, my, that's Powderfinger here. Get this on Triple M, where it's just me and Ed and Richard today. Clearing the backlog. What do you got there? More emails, Tone? Uh, Yes, people want to know what our theme music is. Ah, yes. (laughs) It's the hives. It is. That's who it is. Uh, Sweden's finest. Nick Huby, I hope that satisfied you. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be good if we could actually play that whole song one day? Great song. Hate to say. I told you so. That's the one. That's the one. Will Supertramp ever do a version of it? <laughs> Why would they not? Let's ask him. Uh, we get a lot of music requests. Oh, yes. Daniel says, please, please, please play the Kim Beasley theme music oh. more often. I can't get enough. want to hear it real loud, Mr. Mars, on this. Here we go. Crank it. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> All right. Where's that from? That is the theme. <laughs> From the taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Oh, I love that film. The original. Yeah, with yeah. Walter Matthau. And Robert Shaw. Great film. And you uh, that's where uh, Tarantino got the idea to call uh, the guys in Reservoir Dogs Mr. Pink, Mr. Brown and Mr. Everything, wasn't it? Apparently. It's one of the best uh, subway terrorism movies you can rent. <laughs> I think really? the director later went on to do Jaws the Revenge. Uh, oh, Don't hold that against Softy. <laughs> Uh, so many emails come in. Did anyone uh, see uh, Miss Universe last night? No, I, I, Miss Puerto Rico, wasn't it? And she fainted at the press conference. She did faint. Uh, it's, I, it's, I didn't, I, to be honest, I didn't last to the press conference. Oh, right. <laughs> I feel it's a little downhill after swimsuit. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the swimsuit section or uh, auditions for Mick Malloy's secretary, <laughs> as he calls it. But the, uh, the bit I liked, the, the host, the host's name was Carlos Ponce. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a right Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently there's 350,000. Just as we were watching Miss Universe, my flatmate and I, kind of screaming at the television at the hotness of Miss USA, uh, <laughs> my flatmate tells me, mate, we've got the census. I said, oh, I love the census. He goes, yeah, there's 350,000 more single women in Melbourne than, than, uh, than men. Mm. So there we are watching Miss Universe, hottest women in the world, and now, then we think there's 350,000 more single women than men in Melbourne, where we live, and it's just him and I eating two-minute noodles in our underwear. <laughs> Where's your 350,000? It so it's a blue sky scenario. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> it's a bit sad. What were you wearing, though? What? You know, because, I mean, every time you tell me, what was that T-shirt you had on that time? Which one? Uh, cheerleading for my... 
cheerleading over my boyfriend, dot, dot, dot. I don't think so. <laughs> That's probably... <laughs> That's not helping. No. <laughs> Uh, people, Darren W has emailed us to say, what happens to the emails that get sent to you? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you just put anything on here? Apparently. Now, a lot of our uh, older listeners perhaps don't know what the internet's all about. <laughs> you can imagine such a situation. <laughs> if that's you, well, here's what it's all about. Welcome to the remarkable modern world of the internet, or the information super funnel as it's known to its many hundreds of users. At any one time, literally dozens of messages are whizzing about informing people all over the world that their penises are too small. So too the literally several emails we receive every month via the computermatic info causeway we call the internet, and which hundreds and hundreds of naked, sunken-eyed Ukrainian harlots call home. Once we receive your message, the Triple M Evaluation Task Force quickly establish whether your communique has the necessary ingredients for broadcast. Sizzle, traction, cut through, recall, likability, familiarity, market friendliness, tits. Once the email has been rewritten to our exacting specifications, everyone involved sits back and focuses their attention by listening to nothing but Nickelback for six straight hours. And then James Blunt's wise men and both sides of Toto 4. Once the rigorous evaluation process is complete, only the most thoughtfully constructive missives are submitted for Tony, Ed, and sometimes Richard's approval. So here's hoping that you, the enterprising wireless listener and email sender of, will have approached the dauntingly lofty standards demanded of you by the broadcaster's Alan Jones says he loves gentlemen. Uh, sorry, the broadcaster's Alan Jones says he loves gentlemen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the land of chocolate. Ah, oh, that's what it was. No, it wasn't, but it's, uh, that's what it's, I'm reminded of. Yeah, I wanted to tiptoe through tulips while that was on. Hey, I don't know how many... There's 350,000 more single women than men. Yeah, Melbourne. right. This is your theme today. Well, I don't care, as long as I can meet one sunken eye, <laughs> sunken eye Ukrainian harlot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your connection for sunken eye Ukrainian harlots. <laughs> how are we going for time, Nikki? <laughs> Does a hand have that many fingers? <laughs> oh, man. You know, what we like to do on this show mm. is go through the papers and find obnoxious celebrities yeah. who sound horrible yeah. and mock them. <laughs> uh, I think we'd have to turn the spotlight on ourselves oh, today. Oh, yes. <laughs> how, how much of a bunch of assholes do we come across in this article in oh, the man. Melbourne Herald Sun today? I hate myself. Listen to this. Get this host, Tony Martin, gets to do what he likes and spend what he likes. Well, that's true. <laughs> you and your Listen, you did solid this. gold chair, <laughs> diamond-encrusted glasses, <laughs> new face every day. John uh, Laws has a gold microphone. You know how you hear that that's just like... I've a, seen it. It's actually yeah. a real deal. Yeah. I was being interviewed in the next studio to him, and two guys in white coats come in with white cotton gloves, and the wooden box comes out. And then they install the gold microphone. Is that a full-time job? <laughs> I reckon microphone it is. Microphone installer? <laughs> John Law's gold microphone, Rody. <laughs> and the thing is, it doesn't matter where you go in the world. Mm. Radio studios are always yeah. crap. Yeah, really, aren't really? they? You know that film, Talk Radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no studio like that. <laughs> you see Howard Stern and he's sitting in basically a toilet cubicle with a microphone. <laughs> So the idea of having a gold microphone, this is like having a gold toilet brush at the sewage treatment plant, really. <laughs> but anyway, listen to what we're up to. What are we doing? This is Glenn Mitchell, who we spoke to. You were standing next nice to Nice guy. Uh, imagine having your own radio show where there are no rules and you can get others to host it. That's there what we're doing. Go. We're slacking off. Yep. 
not only that, you your show runs for only an hour and you get paid whatever you want. I didn't tone. When I signed up, I didn't realise I could get paid whatever I want. When did that I'd, happen? I'd like to renegotiate, please. I, I think I said the exact opposite of the interview. Yeah, you did. You did. So where does that come from? Well, you know... You He's got the name of me and Mixile Radio Show wrong, so well, fair enough. It That's fair enough. wasn't that well known. No one remembers it. And then, listen, it's halfway through the interview, I turn into Russell Crowe. <laughs> The word mate is on the front of... You've never said... Mate, people say we have an easy one-hour show. When have I ever used the word mate on the front of... And it may be in a sketch where I'm playing a radio executive (laughs) or a journalist. (laughs) And then, this is what I say about you, Ed, Mm. and you were standing next to me. Mm. Ed, who really should only be a panel operator at best. Now, the problem with that is, Tony, I can't can't panel op. (laughs) That's true. So where does that leave me? But would I have said, imagine if I thought that. Well, you're a nasty piece of work, you know what I mean? So who's to say, <laughs> when I when I walk out of the room, yeah. who's to say what, what you say? You never leave the room, Ed. Oh. That's high praise indeed over this side of the desk, though. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Man alive, I hate these guys. I wouldn't tune into that. <laughs> oh my God. What's this? Where do you get, we get paid whatever we want? No tone. You should. You should be telling me. The show. This is what my life is like. I'm lying on the couch with a Spyrex notebook and a whole stack of VHS tapes, trying to wait for John Howard to say something we can misuse. That's what my life is like. And every now and again, I'll call you late at night, and you'll play me something for twenty minutes from your tape recorder. <laughs> no, this is the good bit. This is the good bit. Oh, that's ten minutes in. Have you got time? I was hoping to go to bed. No, no, you've got time. <laughs> Well, anyway, I've got to go and light a few cigars with $100 bills <laughs> yeah, on my golden chariot. the caviar right now. <laughs> Throw it in the bin. We've got more things that you've sent us all coming up on this fine program. Get this. It's a blot and a stain on Australia. I think everything that can be done should be done to stop it. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. Let's get this on Triple M, and we're going to be finding out who Ed's related to. See if you can guess who it is. Yeah. It's someone you know. Mm-hmm. He likes a bit of a kip. Is that a... Oh, yeah. That's it's a cool. sleepy. That'll be coming up soon, but in the meantime, Ed, could you just hit those bottles? Okay, I got... There I go. There I go. <laughs> Has somebody just won a yachting race? <laughs> What's going on? It's uh, down under here. Get this on Triple M around the nation. Myself, mm-hmm. Tony Martin, Richard Marsden pushing buttons, so? Ed Cavalier sitting ah, in the fancy morning. seat. Because uh, we couldn't get Owen Wilson to come yeah, in. Nah. Wouldn't that have been good? Would have been great. I'd love to meet Owen. <laughs> Talk about Rushmore. <laughs> you know, uh, last I actually did meet him when he was here for, what was the last, Wedding Crashes. Yeah. Oh, yes. And he was here with um, Isla Fisher. Yes. And I brought in all my Wes Anderson movies that he had co-written. Oh, all right. Including Life Aquatic, which he didn't have much to do with. But right, no. he was to sign them all, but Isla Fisher was there as well. And uh, I have to say I was kind of rude to Isla uh, and just almost pushed her out of the way. You do, you're Owen. making an elbowing most. <laughs> did you chicken wing her? <laughs> I'm a big fan of her work, but I wanted to get his signature on all my DVDs. Right, there it is. Richard Marsden, Chicken Wing, Isla Fisher. But hang on, Richard works at Rove. Wasn't Owen Wilson in there? Yeah, he was. And how was that? Um, well, I didn't attend last night. Oh, so, uh, too uh, big well, for Rove now, eh? <laughs> no, I had some... Well, uh, plus Sonic Youth were performing last night, so I would have loved to have been there. All right. And um, so what What did you do instead? Yeah. I, uh, I stayed at home and watched it. And uh, in fact, I stayed up pretty late last night. 
and I uh, watched. David Letterman isn't on anymore. Hang on, go back to Rove. Okay. Hang on. Well, what we come on? What did you have on? I had a few jokes on on the, in the monologue. Do you just wait till your jokes have been on and then switch over? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I had a few jokes on in the opening and also in the news section. Very nice. Yeah. So now, what happens, what's happened to Letterman? Yeah, Letterman's not on anymore. They've got uh, this show called Quizmania, which is um, kind that of like a low-rent version of Hot Dog Show. Low-rent? <laughs> low-rent? How can that be? Just a guy, a That's camera, a negative giving away milk crates. That's what it is, and it's all those word quizzes, and it's on for three hours. <laughs> My God, why have they taken off? Normally, they take off Letterman when... They've got something sport, on sport. that the plot's going to be given away, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah Someone's yeah. going to come on who's going to no. give away yeah, something. something from Desperate Housewives. Now, what's um, what is it? But uh, who's hosting this? I don't know. Some... Oh, come on, who? No, some woman, uh, like an attractive sort of lady model type. Oh. Um, Jake Wall. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it's him. <laughs> TV hopeful, Jake Wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're not... Right, so they're taking off Letterman. There's mm. no sign of Curb Your Enthusiasm, no. Series yeah. 5. I know people who are lining up to order that mm. from overseas on yeah, the internet. Yeah, yeah. Where's the Sopranos? <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> no sign of it. Yeah. I mean, it's been taken to the top. It's <laughs> <laughs> and what else have we got there? Oh, and Deadwood. Now, people, here's what the emails are about. Uh, A lot yeah. of people saying, hey, guys, it's all very well to wank on about Deadwood on your program. Fair enough. Where can we get it? DVD. Come around to Tone's place. <laughs> I haven't actually got it. Oh. I haven't got the DVDs. I saw it on Showtime, yeah. and it is going around on Showtime, but I think it's Series 2, so if yeah. you, you don't want to jump on. You yeah. can't jump on can't the merry-go-round once it's started. Yeah. Haven't yeah. They, have they edited out some of the violence on the DVD? Cause, no. Okay. Because on Showtime, I remember it to be much more violent. Oh, really? Maybe they've just snipped a couple of things. So it's more violent on the telly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you're a pretty dark guy, Rich. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you've got to start disseminating between the violence that you're imagining. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You're sitting at home in you your human I mean? skin suit watching Rove. <laughs> and Quizmania. Stabbing a wooden crate with a screwdriver when your jokes don't go down. You know, I don't think you're the person who is. Yeah. So get Deadwood on DVD. And mm. you don't have to buy it. You can yeah. rent it at a lot of shops. Yeah, you can rent it. It's a top old listen. Don't let the children hear it, though. <laughs> what else? Uh, someone, Toby from Thornbury has written to say, Tony, can you really jiggle your eyes like the guy from the Car City ad? Yes, I can, but it's not really radio. I don't think it makes any sound. Actually, we should do a sound mm -hmm. for that. Temple Block? Temple Block would be great. Have you got Temple Block? I can, I can get it. So if you picture me like the guy from the Car City ad, like Katie is looking through the glass to see right, whether I can it. really do it. Oh, Have you got the sound effect? Put your eyeballs up to the microphone. <laughs> Temple Block right. Yeah, that's what it's called. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Someone get an ambulance. Tony's gone crazy for bargains. <laughs> I should just go to Car City and do that. I should just stand next to the guy behind the counter. And every time someone buys a car, I'll just do it. And you run Temple Block. <laughs> We've had to lock Tony in the basement in a straitjacket because he's gone completely insane for bargains. <laughs> and as usual, the, my insanity has taken the form of overstocking. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we let Tony order the stock? You know he's crazy. <laughs> what else? My favourite one now is they've all cottoned on to the shipping error. Due to a shipping error, I've got 15,000 Mitsubishis I have to get rid of. Just tell him you didn't order them. Those aren't my 15,000 Mitsubishis. I don't know. That's a shipping error. I don't want to buy a car from somebody who'd make that big a blunder. 
<laughs> What's the car going to be like? Uh, I'd like to buy... Yeah, well, this is a lovely Mitsubishi. Sir, that's a pony. No, no. <laughs> I assure you. You knew what you were getting into yeah. when you came, You saw the ad. You know it's a shipping error. <laughs> completely crazy. Uh, who are we all related to? Let's find out next on Get This. That's Coldplay, the hardest part here at Get This on Triple M Around the Nation. Uh, Ed and Richard are... Uh, Combining their talents to be the co-host. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, well, the two of us equals one co-host. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, normal we, one. Oh. Yeah, there we go. And we're just getting uh, the backlog of emails cleared, and Brianna has written to us and says, My mum hey, is really sad you've stopped playing the Rex Hunt clip. She didn't think you'd be able to resist for this long. not <laughs> 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 like us. Oh, no, we did stop playing the Rex Hunt clip because... That's what a fool does. And... <laughs> She also says, here's a video that's very funny. It's a news report about a leprechaun sighting. <laughs> what? Another one? I'm going to pass that to you, and you should have a look that's at that. That's me. We love leprechaun sightings. Wow. Here, get this. Um, what else are people wanting to... Oh, look. Steve-O has told us to go to the Get This page on Wikipedia. I didn't realise there was a Get This page on Wikipedia. I'm on it now. Here we are. The encyclopedia where you can Anyone. Just, yeah. yeah. Anyone can chuck stuff, stuff in. And look what it says about our... It's a great description of our show. Yeah. Talkback Mountain is the portion of the show. I love the word portion. Yeah, I like a portion. It's beautiful. Uh, that doesn't sound like cake. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> uh, it involves the listeners calling in to give their own opinion or story. Prize King Ed Cavalier awards Whatever. prizes to the callers and never fails to give them something completely useless. Right, I'm going to take them to task on this. <laughs> Remember I gave away a, a hat once? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. Oh well. Okay. Case go. closed. <laughs> uh, and then it says also about me here. Uh, Martin will go as far as to ridicule his co-hosts on a daily basis, though it is Cavalry who garners the uh -huh. most abuse. <laughs> so true. I love garners. Luckily, I've got such a massive salary. I have a team of therapists <laughs> that debrief me afterwards. You're a panel operator at best. Hey, I can't pa but I can't panel op. Remember that, Marslin. <laughs> the Herald Sun have just. What is that? Oh, I don't know. Have we said something about them? No, oh, I sent I, a lot of letter bombs in the 80s to the I, Herald Sun. I do mention Andrew Bolt in my book. Ah, there it is. It's still available, Lolly Scramble. <laughs> I think I'm copying Look at this. Dovetails. Yeah, man. Ed asks callers uh, a follow-up question that runs counter to the main phone-in topic. Great idea, Ed. Brilliant idea of yours. Ah, mm. very much. Uh, this is a sem semi-regular concept pioneered on Triple M's drive to the shebang. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. In 2000, they're saying I've nicked it from the shebang. They featured sub-questions oh, after the main no. question, such as, what's your favourite bun? So, essentially... It's <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. What are they up to, Marty? <laughs> what are you doing, Marty? Well, essentially, my, the best idea I've come up with on this show has been stolen from Marty <laughs> Sheagold from two years ago. <laughs> Bit of a nice summary of my radio career so far, actually. Is it inferring that, or is it? Just no, it, it's it puts it nicely. Mm. But uh, I'm yeah. gonna have back to the old drawing board for me. We we had a controversy earlier on on the show where we're accused of stealing uh, unusual facts from the show. Oh, yeah. But I had to point out that's amazing facts <laughs> they do on that show. <laughs> then I think didn't we pinch something from Mick show? Yeah, as well? a little bit. <laughs> There's only seven phone topics. Shocky, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to one of them now.
And I know you've been whinging about the Talkback Mountain theme. Ed. I wouldn't call it whinging, but yep. I promise you I'm going to have a new one for tomorrow. That'll keep you up late. Oh, it's going to be a lighten. <laughs> I was in between sitting on my mountain of cash, apparently. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Um, just quickly, if uh, anyone sees a leprechaun, ring in. <laughs> That's not the topic today. If you can catch one. Uh, no, today it's who are you related to? Because, see, as I point out in that article, yeah. um, I've probably had more conversations with you on this program than in real life, Ed Cavalier. Yeah. And so I get to learn things about you I didn't know. And you'll just drop little bombshells into the conversation <laughs> like, I'm related to Jeff from The Wiggle. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, I guess he's my step-uncle. My sister is married to his nephew. All right. I guess he makes him my step-uncle or something like that. And what's this? Oh, okay. <laughs> is that what? Worth a round? Richie was looking at me so blankly. <laughs> he's like, I'm waiting for the good bit of this so I can applaud it. That's it. So that Jeff Fat. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up, Jeff. Always on the nod. What's that about? Too many bongs? <laughs> what is the deal with that guy? <laughs> Not at liberty to say. <laughs> I know that kids, it, I, the look on their face when they see him is like nothing I've ever seen before. Because wow. he'll, he'll sort of show up and they'll just stop and they'll be staring at him and their little minds are going, now I want to hug him. I want to hug him. <laughs> but he's a complete stranger. <laughs> and he's asleep. <laughs> so, yeah. What about wheel. you? But uh, you, Tone, you've got millions of relatives. Are you uh, related to anyone interested? I'm related by marriage uh, to Brian Herodine. <laughs> he's not a big fan of yours <laughs> either, is he? He managed to, well, not him, but various of his uh, Opus Day or whatever they are, <laughs> <laughs> type <The> monks, <laughs> had Martin Malloy ripped off the earwaves in Tasmania. Uh, yeah. And then to get back at him, I married into his family. <laughs> Well done. What about you, Marslin? Uh, no, I've got no famous relatives whatsoever. Uh, well, A, I'm from Adelaide, and Marslin's not a very common name. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. um, the closest I've come is that my cousin has appeared on the news. What? What? Getting a bit of the old shirt over the head, dragged away in cuffs no, gear? No, no, what happened was my cousin crashed his car on the way to work uh, in rural South Australia and oh. uh, then went missing for about 24 hours. Oh. And there was a whole search party looking for him. Um, so they had his photo on the news. Yeah. Um, the interesting bit was is that my uncle and auntie were away at the time and they were coming home from the United States uh. and they said, where's Stephen? And the response was, we don't know. Nobody <laughs> knows. <laughs> and, and did he end up on the news? Yeah, no, he was he was uh, stuck in bushland. He was oh. trying to make it back home. He was oh. stuck in bushland? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a pretty weird... Wow, okay. That's Uh, the closest funny sort of fame. You sound like you love the concept of being stuck in bushland. (laughs) Pretty cool. He's crashed his car and he's gone, you know what? This city life ain't for me. (laughs) Going bush and back to nature. Well, Well, I'll give us a ring. Yeah, that's. uh, Let's just ask around Nikki. Nikki Hamilton, are you related to anyone? No. But my dad has been on Wild World, Wide World of Sports. Can he? <laughs> did he? Was he chasing the the cheese down the uh, <laughs> down the cliff or <laughs> pulling a tractor with his teeth? Bog no, swimming, talking <laughs> cycling or soccer. One of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, <laughs> that's All right. sweet. All right. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> so if you can top a man that's gone bush, uh, a distant relative of Jeff from the Wiggles, and a guy that spoke about cycling or football on Wide World of Sports, and is there a a, uh, a plagiarised dovetail today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you announced one yesterday, and then we didn't even I do it. Know, I've forgotten it. Oh, it, who did you think was hottest <laughs> on Miss Universe? <laughs> All right, give us a call. <laughs> who are you related to? One triple three five three. That's Lenny Kravitz, American woman. We're up a certain mountain. <laughs>
you related to. Ah. Apparently, we've stolen this from the <laughs> shebang as well. We do famous cousins. I didn't even realise. Only seven. Marty Shegel, for a bloke who gets up at 3.30 in the afternoon, he comes up with a lot of ideas. He's a good one, too. Punches. Hello, Andy. How are you going? Good, man. Who are you related to? Uh, Elton John, unfortunately. Really? <laughs> Unfortunately. The piano man. And, uh, oh, no, uh, no sorry, it's Billy. How are you related to him? Uh, my cousin married his uh, cousin or second cousin. Right. Uh, David Dwight, he mar- she married. So, so, wait a second, so that makes you his fourth cousin? Oh, <laughs> more, I hope. <laughs> it makes him less embarrassed. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's well, not related to... The, didn't Elton John have some shocking marriage at one point? Yeah. Oh, yes. All of them have been shocking to him, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a massive fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sad thing is, mum and my sister are. Oh, really? Uh, well, well maybe, you could, maybe they could ring up and ask for some of his discarded, you know, flamboyant jackets. <laughs> have you met him? No, no, he didn't even go to the wedding. His mum went to the wedding, but uh, that was on the Gold Coast. Oh. That would be a great family reunion, though. <laughs> the costumes. <laughs> and what did she say about the hair? <laughs> what hair? There you go. Thank you, Andy. Hello, Lynn. Hello. Uh, who are you related to? I'm re- related to Ringo Starr. Yeah, all right. Oh, <laughs> How so? My grandmother um, mm. was his cousin, so my grandmother's father and his father were brothers. I like it. And yeah. uh, did you play on any of the Beatles records at all? Well, look, I did, and I couldn't understand why she didn't like me to play them. Apparently, there was a bit of a family rift oh, she is until right. I was, you know, older. But oddly enough, both my sons play yeah. drums and are very good at it. Wow. Well, Ringo wasn't that <laughs> crash hot. <laughs> he wasn't a good drummer, no. Oh, there'll be a fight. There's always people who call in to defend Ringo. Oh, yeah. sorry. The, the, the yeah. drum solo on the end on every road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a pity I couldn't have been related to one of the other Beatles. Oh, but, come you know. on. That's not <laughs> bad. That's not bad. Thank you, Lynn. Hello, Michael. Complaining. I, need, I want to be related Hello, to a better Beatle. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Who are you related to? Maybe I'm, uh, my uncle was Australian actor John Clayton. Excellent. And also my fourth cousin is apparently the bass player from U2, Adam Clayton. There we oh. go. All right. And do you like a Clayton's? <laughs> yes, we certainly do. I'm not even sure what a Clayton's is, actually. <laughs> it's a non-alcoholic beverage. And what would we know John Clayton from? I know that name. Uh, he played Ben Lexon in The Challenge. Oh, oh that's a great oh, one. That's... And Don Brandman's dad in Bodyline. Oh. Hey, have you got a copy of The Challenge? I do, and I actually have the outfit he wore in The Challenge. Oh, that has got some wacky casting in it. Who else is in that? Uh, John Woods played um, Alan Bond. <laughs> cool. And who was John? Uh, I'd love you to send us John a Bertrand? copy. I can't think of the moment who John Bertrand was. but uh, oh, You know, it could have been Jeff Harvey from the Midday Show. That's <laughs> really good. It was just madly cast. That, that's a top view. If you could send us a copy of that, I'd be forever grateful. That'd be good. I'll see what I can do for you, fellas. Thanks, man. Hello, Jody. Hi, how you going, guys? Good. Who are you related to? Paul Hogan. Oh. The, the Paul Hogan, Paul Hogan? Yes, yeah, the Paul Hogan. Uh, my nana was yeah. his mother's first cousin. Wow. That's pretty close. That's hurting my head, that one. <laughs> and have yeah. you, do you hang out with hogs at all? No, I wish I could, but no, no. But my mum told me a long time ago, and my nana's name, like my nan passed away a long time ago, and her name was Gertrude Olive Thorndike. So Ooh, that's a mouthful. Wow. But not nothing to do with Paul Hogan, though. That's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying Thorndike on the radio. Hello, Jason. <laughs> G'day, how are we? Good. Now, are you related to anyone? 
Well, actually, my brother and I, we used to live around the corner from uh, Channel 9, Richmond, Bendigo Street. Oh, oh, yes. And back in the late 60s, there was a famous Saturday morning show called The Bozo the Clown Show. Oh, yes. And we appeared on that, and um, the, the famous trick was dropping a $1 note through your fingers, and if you managed to um, grab it. it with your two fingers, yeah. you got to keep it. Uh, uh, that's, that's how Pete Smith gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you go? Um, I think I, 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 my recollection is that I got it and my brother missed it. Oh, right. so, so you're not related to anyone <laughs> no, so much saying. as you got a dollar from a clown. <laughs> and it was live TV back oh, then. Sorry. That's great. <laughs> that pretty much sums up this show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jason. That That's is right. great. Well, as usual, the program has yeah. ended with somebody receiving favours from a clown. <laughs> And thank you to everyone who called up. I and really like that segment. Everybody who was related to somebody <laughs> and everybody who emailed us. Yes, what a fantastic. Thank you so much. You can go to the website. You can yeah. um, talk dirty with Ed Cavalier yeah, on I've his page. Yeah, I've just changed my page, so come on, let the filth. Richard Marsden doesn't have his own page. No, not yet. No. He'll be working on that. Mm. <laughs> That'll be fruity. <laughs> and send us an email. Send us some ideas for our next movie episode when Lockie ah, yes. comes back in here. And I think our key phrase today, well, uh, firstly, Joshua Phillips has uh, given us a pay. He says, I can't believe that you didn't run asbestos plum hammock as your key phrase the day Ulmi Plums was on. But I think our key phrase today was sunken-eyed Ukrainian harlots. And we'll be back tomorrow with Glenn Robbins. And it's all thanks to our very good friend, the Mercedes-Benz Vito!